All right, so let's get started. Uh, my name is Cardelia Reed, and I am your spiritual life coach. Now, I am so excited to do this. I have actually had a show online for the past year. The show has been called Your Show, where every show is all about you. However, I have changed the name, or you could say altered it a little, to Your Show, Fruit for Your Soul. Now, this is the very first podcast, and... Um, for the purposes of that, I'm not live online this time. I want all of my attention to be focused solely on you. I hope you like that because I do too. And I have so much that I want to tell you about, but um, I think that it's only fair that you know a little about me. Well, the term spiritual life coach is literally just a fancy word for ministry. And um, I love talking to people. I love just helping people understand how everything in life is related to spirituality. Now, note, I did not say religion. Religion is very limited and is defined by a whole lot of different things. Spirituality gives us that freedom to choose what we want to choose and stay in alignment with our purpose. And so the purpose of a lot of these podcast series would be to help you with your purpose uh, in life. And to help you understand who you are, why you're here, your birthright, uh, understand a lot of things spiritually, how they connect with spiritual warfare. And uh, just to, uh, it's not even just to believers, it's to everybody. So I don't want you to believe that at all. Uh, and just stay open-minded and just work with me as much as you can and listen, listen and be attuned. You don't have to be spiritually to listen to this and uh, you will have a spiritual experience. So uh, one more thing about my background, and I'm, I'm leaving some things out here. Well, I came to this because of my own personal life story. I dealt with a lot of spiritual warfare growing up as a child, and it wasn't just little things that kids go through. It was nothing like what you're thinking. I'm talking about actually demonic behavior in my bedroom at night that I never said much to many people about except my parents. And I know there are many of you out there that have experienced that, and you don't talk about it, or maybe you have talked about it, but people have latched on to the wrong thing. There's a lot of demonic behavior that's glamorized out there in the world, however, that is just a part of wickedness. I mean, there's so many different things out there that we can talk about. Witchcraft is just one of them. However, uh, a lot of that has been changed into uh, just through healing and deliverance. I am here to share a lot of wisdom and knowledge with you and talk to you about um, your own spiritual journey and things that occur in your life, especially that fall under the holes of witchcraft or uh, demonic natures that you don't even realize. So, don't get too far ahead of me. I know that you're thinking this might be way ahead of you or over your head or anything like that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, I want you to listen to this because I want this show, particularly today, to focus on your word being your bond. And I know you've heard of that before. People will say, my word is my bond. How true is that? It is so very true. Proverbs 18 21 says death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof what there simply means is this have you ever been driving in your car and someone cuts you off in traffic or you're behind someone really slow and you start uttering curse words and you really do mean those words because you're pretty agitated you're very frustrated and you're absolutely in that moment so in that moment you're cursing your situation and even to a more spiritual level, what does that mean? You release something out there in the atmosphere that says, come get me. 
come get me, come get me. And then somebody else does something in the grocery store to tick you off even more. And then you get home and you find out something else has happened in the household. You got to make dinner. I mean, it's just a whole laundry list now of things that's going on. Uh, One of my favorite jokes I used to hear as a kid is, you know, uh, somebody made the father upset in the household. The household, the father went home to the household and and said something mean to his wife and the wife got angry and said something mean to the kids the kids got angry and kicked the dog dog got upset and probably pooed somewhere he shouldn't have pooed (laughs) but anyway you get the point these words that we utter every day that you hear around us are very contagious and they're very catchy and I have no idea why but it seems that negativity seems to catch on a whole lot faster than positivity well you know what naturally if we're not being intentional about being positive or saying the right words guess what it's not going to happen so it's a whole lot more easier once you put the negativity out there with your words and you give life to those bad words those words come back and put something in you And that causes a whole laundry list of chain reactions in your life, not just for that day, but for those future days to come. So I'm going to bet the people that actually use words, not even just curse words, you know, um, I just don't feel good today. (sighs) I hate my job. I can't stand this person. Those are things that you typically hear every day. Matter of fact, you say it. I've said I've said a whole lot of these things. I can guarantee you, you're probably saying the same thing the next day. You're feeling that same way at night and you wake up in the morning feeling the exact same way. Here's a question for you. When has those words ever helped you? And here's another question. How badly do you want improvement in your life? How badly would you like to reach higher so that the words that come out of your mouth, you will eat the fruit of it? That means you're going to give life to positivity. And positivity will come over your life. Think about that for just a second. Yes, that means you have to actually think. And yes, that means you have to actually be intentional. And yes, that means you have to actually somehow work on your thoughts. Now, we know that when the enemy, the devil, demons try to bother us, they start with a thought. And then that thought gives birth to words. And guess what those words do? Those words give birth to actions in our life, whether we control those actions or not. A lot of times things happen that we don't control because we've uttered some words and those words allow those demons to come back. And when those demons come back, they come back seven times stronger than they were before. They go back and grab some of their friends. So you know what? You're probably thinking, wait a minute, I didn't think my words did all that. But just think about it. Think about the things that you say and think about your life. Most people that curse, they regularly curse. It's not like they curse, it's not like they curse today and stopped tomorrow. Or they're cursing tomorrow, you know, whatever that tomorrow was. And I'm speaking in terms of the past year. And then they say, you know what, I just gotta stop cursing so much. I gotta stop cursing so much. But they never do. 
You know why? Because they're constantly agitated and they're constantly thinking I'm agitated, but I'm not going to curse or something. There's something there in their thoughts that calls that. And then something comes out in their words. And when I say curse, I don't literally just mean a curse for, I mean, negativity and placing things over your life that comes back to you as curses. When you say, I can't stand my boss. What does the boss do? The boss comes to work and does something to tick you off again and again and again. This is a constant process. And I can promise you, we can do this all day long. One thing about satanic forces, they don't stop. You have to be the one to be intentional to stop it. So let's go back to that second question I asked you. Now that you've had a little bit of time to think about this, how badly do you want positivity in your life? How badly do you want your life to improve? How badly do you want to feel better when you wake up in the morning about the work that you do? How badly do you want to have passion, burning passion about everything or towards everything in your life? How badly do you want to appreciate your day when you get up in the morning? Because I can guarantee you a lot of us wake up and we're thankful for absolutely nothing. Do you know why? Because we don't utter thankfulness. We don't say thank you for today. I think that if you're waking up probably going to a job that you already said you don't like, and then you got to face people at work that you already said you don't like, and then you got to do work at work that you already said you don't like, you will find that thankless list just keeps getting longer and longer and longer. So I'm going to backtrack for just a second. If you say that you want this badly, how about you change, you simple do an action of changing your words. And this means rethinking a whole lot. And throughout this series, you're going to find that um, rethinking sometimes, obviously, is a lot easier said than done. But we talk about ways to rethink and renew your mind going forward. However, I have found that when I wake up and I say at least three things I'm thankful for, you know, it could be my husband, my kids and health. Very simple things. I've found that that list that I'm absolutely thankless for doesn't matter as much. It seems to get a little shorter. Now, I don't have to be thankful for all the actions that occurs in, you know, all of my kids' lives or even in my marriage because none of us are perfect people. But just showing appreciation helps. And not only did I say I'm thankful for that because that came out of my mouth, but I put something out there in the atmosphere that came back to me and I felt a little lighter than I felt before. And if you start this journey every day of your life, you're going to start feeling and seeing a lightness that you've never felt before, especially if you've never tried this. Any little different, any little thing different you will find matters to you. And it makes the slightest, it, it really does make a slight bit of difference initially. But once you go forth, you'll find that it probably means so much you'll start being very thankful for it. Now, I will tell you, though, once you start this journey of just saying positive words, the enemy is going to recognize something. Wait a minute. I've got to try something else. So you may be distracted again, and then you're going to be tempted again to say something negative and again and again. And then you're going to say, you know, this is not working for me. I don't even know why I tried it. Why am I even listening to this lady anyway? She doesn't know what she's talking about. Okay. So you just mark my words on it. I want you to try it. I want you to start now. 
and then see how long you can keep it up before a distraction takes place. Once that distraction takes place, be intentionally aware. And then you know what you can do? I want you to give life to that distraction. I will not be distracted by this action today. I am in a good mood. I love myself. I love my life. I love my house. I love everything that I have about myself. I love my health. These are just little simple things. Um, I will tell you that one thing I found about this verse, um, life and death being in the power of the tongue, it means every word of it. I am so passionate about this particular verse because I have seen it take a serious toll in people's lives. Now, when I say death, I do mean death. I've heard people very close to me make statements such as, this disease is going to kill me one day. And sure enough, it did. I have heard people say, I'm going to try my best to fight this. Now, I may die. I don't know if I will or won't, but I may. If I do, this is what I want to happen. And they did. They died. And I'm going to tell you, this list goes on and on and on. You know why? Because I know you know some people that have done this before. And um, I've got to say a couple of things about why this particular word is true. If you go back in the Bible to what the word says, and I'm going to tell you in just a second. Um, yes, I'm pulling open my Bible here. And I know you're thinking about this. I don't want you to get stuck on this whole death thing. I don't want you to get stuck on that because we have the power in our tongue. We have the power to give life to everything in our tongue, just in our tongue alone, in the words that we speak and put out there in the atmosphere. And while I'm finding this, I want you to understand who has mastered this skill. See, we as Christians and believers, we have a tendency, even though we would believe, to still say negative things and put it out there in the atmosphere. And then negativity just constantly happens to us. And then we just lose way of what's going on. We just lose control because there's so much demonic atmosphere out there in the atmosphere. We don't even worry about it anymore. We just continue to, to just say negativity and, and place it over our lives and curse it and keep going. And then our lives are just spiraling. And then we wonder why. But I um, found that witches and warlocks and whatever the heck you want to call them wizards and and people that uh is as in the satanic culture have mastered this skill so that when they're talking to you in conversation and something happens in that conversation that's potentially manipulative they will go back behind closed doors and they'll start speaking what they want to happen to you now why is it think about this why is it that they have this skill mastered and we as Christians don't. This is why I'm so crazy about that uh, verse because um, I too have been a part of saying things that I shouldn't have said and things happened that should not have happened. And I just couldn't understand it. And I, I, I mean, I, it was no part of my life that could understand it. So I'm going to go real quickly to uh, John and I'm going to tell you what John says 
in the Bible. If you give me, I'm still finding this, you know, when you're looking for something, it really does take a while to find it, especially when you are right in the middle of doing something. So, uh, let's just say what it says, and I'm going to talk you through this. In the beginning, this is the beginning, yes it is. In the beginning, God spoke the world into existence, correct? And when he spoke the world into existence, the world came into existence. In seven days, God spoke everything. Everything that you see on this earth, he spoke it there. And when he was done, when he was done the word became flesh. And this is why what we speak is very important because because God gave us his mind. He gave us the mind of Christ. And I'm going to tell you that these are the things you want to think about. How powerful your word is. Because when God gave his word, he made man and he spoke man into existence. And then his word became flesh. And then once we opened our mouths in the garden of Adam and Eve, we spoke a whole lot of things into existence. Thus, here we are today, right? So those are things I want you to keep in mind. And um, I'm going to give you some scriptures to definitely back that up. You know, and I hope that this show has really given you what you need uh, during this time frame to think about how powerful your words are. Now, once again, I'm going to stress that you don't have to be very spiritual to w- listen to this show. You don't have to actually um, be a believer. Um, but my goal is obviously for you to have an experience, such a spiritual experience that it, it piques your curiosity and that you also want to back up a lot of these things, not just taking my word for it, but because it's in the Bible. So there's several scriptures I want you to go to. If you think about, for example, um, I'm not sure if you're a believer, but John 14, 12, he that believeth in me, the works that I do, shall he do also, and greater than these shall he do, because I go to my Father. So I want you to keep that one in mind as you start going through these things. That is a really huge one. You know, I was so excited about doing this particular podcast and my very first podcast. I was thinking to myself that, you know, I know what my title is going to be. I I pretty much kind of have an understanding of who my audience is. But one of the things that um, I think that I'm going to do going forward is probably write down my scriptures before <laughs> before I actually talk to you. Now, I, I am not a Bible scholar and I don't claim to be one. But um, if you go back to Genesis, God spoke the world into existence. That's that's pretty much the sum of it. Go back to the beginning of uh, Genesis, literally the exact beginning of Genesis, and then you will see um, every a lot of what I was just saying. And the other part I'm going to tell you about, we have the mind of Christ. This is such a, 
um, special um, verse as well. And I will tell you that that particular one, and it is coming up in just a second. These healthy pauses in this show, when you're just talking to a microphone, always, always gets to me. Okay, so 1 Corinthians second chapter, 16th verse. For who hath known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. That is pretty much the sum, and I hope that I'm going to pick up from there on the part two of this, uh, your word being your bond. And I hope you've enjoyed this. You can find me, you can reach me at love. L-O-V-E at Cardelia, C-A-R-D-E-L-I-A dot com. Um, you can put a podcast that Cardelia read. You can find me on that. Um, I will definitely um, continue this. I hope you've enjoyed this. I'm out of time. I'm trying to keep these series short. So until next time, remember Jesus loves you and so do I. <laughs>